0: CineBuds is supported by Associated Bank. CineBuds, CineBuds, two buddies, buddies talking about Cinnabuds. cinema. Oh, uh, hi. Hey, 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 yeah. Hi, I am 89's Justin Barney.
1: I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard.
0: And today we are talking about the Milwaukee Film Festival. Ooh. Today, we are talking about the Milwaukee Film Festival. It is happening this year. The dates are, it's happening from October 15th through October 29th. That's right. The guide is out
1: now. We don't have a physical guide this year. It's online, uh, but there is a PDF. So if you go to mkfilm.org, right at the very top little tiny banner up there, you can download what would have been a guide, physical guide.
0: <laughs> it is a very beautiful PDF. Yeah, it's very beautiful. Christopher, um, I don't know if many people know this, yeah. but um, you work at Milwaukee Film.
1: I have been known to hang out there on occasion.
0: So I was wondering if you could answer some questions I'm for happy me. to. Okay, so the film festival is happening October 15th through the 29th. Yes. Let's say I want to watch movies at the film festival. Yeah. How do I watch a movie?
1: Well, let me tell you. One, yo, know, it's all virtual this year because of safety. Right. Uh, <laughs> we want Milwaukee to stay healthy. So it's all virtual this year as many festivals are, and we've learned from a lot of other festivals that have done this in the months previous. So it's not it's it's pretty simple. You go to mkefilm.org/festival. That's where you can see all the movies, that's where you can see all the events that are happening. And, uh, you buy a ticket, you can watch it on your laptop. You can watch it on your TV. You can connect. Here's the, here's the three methods. I like watch it, watch Uh. it on your computer. Some people are fine with that. If you want to watch it on your TV, you hook your laptop to your TV using a simple HDMI cord, then you, then you hit input on your remote control and access one of the HDMI
0: channels. And then your TV becomes your laptop, essentially. Okay. So let's say I have... So I buy a pass. Yeah.
1: We also have a Milwaukee Film app that you can Mm. access if you have Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, or Amazon Fire. I have a Roku, and the app is great. Uh, You just download it for free onto your Roku, and then uh, you get like a code when you buy a ticket. Or uh, if you buy a pass... You can connect it to your Roku and then you just go on, look at all the films, watch what you want. Then they're all right. Yeah, it's
0: really great. That sounds like
1: the easiest. Yeah, but all the so f- get, yeah, yeah, all the films, just the same, the same site I gave, mkefilms.org slash festival. You'll see all the f- and click on films and you'll see every film. And every film you click on, it'll say watch now or buy a ticket. Stream now or buy a ticket. Stream now means I'm gonna watch it right here on what I'm on the device I'm using. When you say buy a ticket, it means I'm going to get that ticket and use it on the app. We have like three great resources on our website that answer like every question imaginable.
0: Yeah, I did. I definitely like open up the PDF, and right here, there's like a very beautiful image of like who can watch, when to watch, yeah. how to watch. Yes,
1: yeah, and it's all right. There. We've laid it out very clearly, and so we have a quiz that you can even take that tells you exactly how to watch, like depending on your particular situation.
0: Um, and you're also doing this thing called the nightcap. Explain what the nightcap?
1: Yeah, is. this is in place of seeing those. You know, you get directors that come and guests and actors uh, that come and and talk after the movie, and you can ask them questions. So since we can't do that in person, every night at 8 p.m. during the festival online, you will be able to watch uh, a nightcap, which is just a bunch of directors and actors from the films we're showing, and they're going to be interviewed and have a discussion on there. And it's so easy to watch. It's on our YouTube channel, it's on our Facebook channel, and our
0: Twitter channel. Uh, I was just looking through the program before and I'm very excited to see like all of the. It's like it feels different because it's a virtual festival, but like Stop Making Sense is still happening. Absolutely, and yeah. the shorts are still happening. And you still have all of the like categories and flipping through and looking at the program book is like, it, it just made me so happy. We're trying
1: to, do to keep that. a lot of the traditions alive. Even one of the things that I. Good. I thought I would miss is like I usually get to go around and talk to all the members and get a lot of feedback. But I've set up what's called K Polly's office hours, so about five or six times during the festival, people can meet me on a Zoom in a Zoom chat. That's my office, my online office, and we can chat about movies. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. We're going to keep all the same stuff just online.
0: Just give me one film that you're excited. I'll about. just
1: quickly say there's a film called Jumbo. And it's in the uh, Cinema Hooligante section, and it's my jam. I haven't seen it yet, but it sounds so strange. It's about a woman who falls in love with a carnival ride.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that
1: sounds like a great
0: movie. Okay, we're going to talk about more movies that we're excited about when we come back. Stick around. Milwaukee will decide this presidential election. In a state that cast nearly three million ballots this last election, it came down to just 23,000 votes. So Milwaukee can decide the state and our state's 10 electoral votes are the most important in the country. So Milwaukee is the most important city in the country in this election. So your vote could decide the election. So vote. If you have questions about anything, go to RadioMilwaukee.org vote. This year, film lovers with select smart TV devices can experience Milwaukee Film Festival October 15th through October 29th by watching on their home
1: televisions. Info about Associated Bank's Milwaukee Film Checking at AssociatedBank.com. Member FDIC.
0: Okay. And we're back. Yeah. Tell me more about office hours. Oh yeah. So when are you going to be doing this? So I what are the hours? I want to, I want to go to this. Yo, I'm going to uh,
1: send out an email to all our members soon. It'll be, th- it'll be Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, usually around 2 PM, but there's a bunch of different times. Um, essentially I have an hour where people could come on, meet me in a zoom room, zoom room. And, uh, We'll talk about what they've seen and what they like. I can talk about films that I'm excited about. And then each time we'll have different things. Like one day, maybe we'll have trivia. The next day we'll do staff recommendations, which is like, you tell me what your favorite movie is. And the staff goes, okay, if you like that, you should try this. Um, And then we'll have different staff surprises coming by. We're going to do giveaways. We're going to give away some fun stuff. So it'll be fun. And it's just mostly, it's just a way for me to get feedback from the members, answer questions, talk about movies with them, which is...
0: Is that going to be part of the nightcap every night at eight, or is that going to be... No, that's like separate. Different?
1: That's a different thing. Nightcap is just for our guests that are coming to talk about their films. And then this is for me to just chat about me. No, it's for me to talk to uh, <laughs> members about the films. So mine will mostly be afternoons. I think I have one evening session. But yeah, the nightcap is just for the for our
0: special, special guests. Dang. I can't wait to come into K Polly's office hours and just troll. <laughs> the
1: car. That, that is my concern.
0: <laughs> just be a wild. Yeah, we've got a reckless energy I've, in that Zoom. I've room. got I've, <laughs> just absolutely destructive.
1: <laughs> I've got a staffer on hand just waiting for you to enter, so they can mute you constantly. Oh
0: my god! I cannot wait for that. What else can't um, you wait for?
1: What are some of the movies that you've you've looked at the program book now?
0: Oh, yeah. I looked at the program book, and like I said before, just like, I don't know, seeing Stop Making Sense made me very happy, yeah. even though I know it's not going to be, you know, we're not going to all be dancing right. there. Just the thought of, just like the memories and the thought of watching it with other people yeah. and having just like the, like, a, not a very communal experience, but still like somewhat resembling a communal experience. Yeah. I'll take it. Honestly,
1: most of the films from the 15th to 29th, you can watch whenever there's no real schedules anymore, or at least yeah, not yeah, for yeah. this one. However, there's <laughs>
0: no, films can sell out? Can. I was like, that's
1: true. That's wild. That's true. Cause some distributors have only a cap on how many can watch. Right. Definitely find your favorites, watch those first. And there are a handful, maybe, maybe only like two or three that do have a limited schedule and stop making sense is one of those. It's, um, uh, it's only on the 24th, uh, and it starts at nine p.m. so essentially we are trying to get the idea of like you watch it when everyone else watches it. We want everyone yeah, to be yeah, watching yeah. it and dancing in their houses together. That's what I want too. yeah, 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 yeah. so you can uh, you can imagine it. but yeah, there's a couple yeah. of films that have limited availability. One's only available for the first three days, but on the when you look at the films, it'll be very clearly marked. but like I said, most of them you can watch anytime.
0: What's the one that's only available for three days?
1: Down a Dark Stairwell, which is a documentary. Uh, it's uh, available only through the 18th.
0: Um, uh, you don't know excited, what movie I'm excited for the most? Yes. No, I don't know. It's embarrassingly the first movie that you see in the feature films. Oh. Um, it's like one of those classic, like you open the <gasps> oh, program book, and like, the yeah. first one you see, you're like, oh, I'm excited. I'm going to see this one. It like happens to be the very first one.
1: The so again Mom. Very
0: excited about this. So the movie is called About Endlessness. Yes. And it is the reason that I am excited about it is because it's, it's from Swedish filmmaker Roy Anderson. And Roy Anderson made... This movie, he's made a couple movies. Uh, The one that you have here in the description is a pigeon sat on a branch, reflecting on existence. Yeah, a very long time ago. Which is an excellent (laughs) movie, but not my favorite Roy Anderson movie. Yeah, my favorite one. Have you ever seen You the Living? Yes, that he made. Oh my god. Yeah, You the Living. Well, You the Living was the movie where people would be like, "What's your favorite movie of all time?" And for a while before I saw Roma, I was like. it is Roy Anderson's yeah. You the Living. Because he is a Swedish filmmaker. Kind of like all of the I really love the like the colors of his movies is all this kind of like pale drab pastel. He has like
1: such a signature visual style about all his films yeah. that is doing signature yeah.
0: visual style. And then also like signature um like some kind of like signature beats, you know? Yeah we like everything there's always like a bit of surrealism to it and yeah. there's a a there's absurdity in there and there's also kind of like some kind of like grand reflection on humanity yeah i i really really love him as a filmmaker because he is so striking in in how like individualistic he is about his filmmaking and i am super excited about that
1: one i agree 100% his his movies are and if you've only casually watched one, which you can't casually watch one of these films, no nah, you can't. You don't uh, you might be surprised to find out they're comedies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. But I do find them very funny. They're not maybe not belly laugh hilarious, but they're so absurd and strange and they do have these hilarious moments, uh, but they've also had a, a pigeon uh, sitting on a branch. There's a very dark moment uh, as well, uh, or two, and yeah. it's very, very disturbing and funny at the same time, or maybe not always at the same time, but maybe back and forth. But it they're jarring and funny and strange and visually distinct. His movies, yeah. I, this I was very surprised. It came up in a meeting. They're saying, "Oh, a new Roy, Roy Anderson meeting," and I was like, "Glad I'm muted," because I was like giggling.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Great. It's no, so it's the one. first movie. It's the first movie that's on the program. It's called About Endlessness. Yeah. Uh that one is probably the one that I'm most excited for. What are you excited about? Well,
1: a couple that I've I've been able to see a few ahead of the festival, which is great. Right. We have a lot of great docs about uh about individuals. You know, you highlight a certain like a biography. Oh, yeah. Yes, but, yes, oh yes. my gosh, I was so excited that we have a couple of writers um featured. And one is Oliver Sacks.
0: Oh, my God, dude. I'm so glad you picked that because I was like, I picked my three and I was like, oh, I want Oliver Sacks, (laughs) but I already have a documentary. And I was like, no, I don't want to make it all documentaries. Oh, I'm so glad that you picked that. I first saw
1: my analyst of 66. We are now in our 50th year and we're beginning to get somewhere. (laughs) Please welcome Dr. Oliver Sacks. He was the first major intellectual who spoke about diseases to the general public in a way that they could understand. I watched it the other day. It's great. It's Oliver right Sacks is a fascinating that's writer and neuroscientist. Um, he, t- he, he writes about neuropsychology. And if you just totally blanked out when I said neuropsychology, please do not. Please come back. Because he wrote this amazing book called The, uh, the Man Who Mistook His Wife for a Hat. He writes right. about all these very, very strange things that can happen to the human brain. And the, the ex- title example is a man who something uh, – uh, to, to speak very remedially, because that's all I can do <laughs> – something <laughs> happened to his brain. And when he saw his wife, he no longer saw his wife. He saw a hat. So he, his wife was sitting on the bed, and he kept trying to pick up his wife and put her on a coat rack because the hat shouldn't go in the bed. There's something, some disconnect that happens. And he has all these fascinating, strange, sad, and hopeful stories about the human brain. And his story is amazing. He has so so much about him that I did not know. He's a delightful person to listen to. His story is sad. His story is uh, amazing and impressive. I'm really excited that I saw it, and it makes me reinvigorated to read more of his books. And i st- I started a drawing of him. Uh, you know, I get excited about oh, somebody yes. where I'm like, I
0: gotta draw them. Uh. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> yes! We're always so much on the same page there too, with like the people that we're obsessed with. Yeah, I remember when he passed away. Maybe it was two years ago, um, and he was a big contributor on Radio Lab, which I listened to. Yeah. Constantly. And he was so great because, well, like one, he's got that great British accent, you know, and two, he's just like curious about life and everything. And uh, I remember when he died, Robert Krolwich was thinking of him and was saying how he is, he's such a romantic in his, in his writing and style and was saying, and was like lamenting that he had never found the love that he portrayed you know the yeah. love that he that he gave out he never like truly received in the way that one hopes to receive that yeah and uh, it was like a bit tra- and so i i want to i want to know more of his story too i also thought about him this weekend because i bought a couple ferns yeah for my apartment and uh, uh oh, when i was in yeah when I when I I went to Mexico a couple of years ago and I was like looking for books about Mexico and he he wrote this journal called the Oaxaca Journal and yeah. it was like it was so great to read and I I when I always think of this passage I just pulled it off the shelf and this is the uh this he was writing about ferns and this is I'm gonna I'm gonna read from the book here it's one of the, this like line that I always think of where he says my own impulse like John's, has always been to cryptogrammic botany, which is the study of ferns. And he said, I find flowers with their explicitness, their (laughs) floweriness a little too much. (laughs) And it's him talking about how much he likes ferns because flowers are a little little too (laughs) show-offy.
1: Oh my gosh. He, the, you're going to love this doc then, especially. Oh based my on, God. I know, I know I'm charmed wanna, already. I don't want to give anything away, but based on some of the things you just said, you're going to, you're going to be delighted to it. lovely discoveries in the film.
0: Yeah. Okay. So excited for that. Oliver Sacks, yeah. his own life. Um, another documentary that I am excited about yeah. um, is America's socialist experiment. Yeah. Have you seen it? No, I haven't, but it is on my list. Okay, America's Social Experiment, done by uh, near and dear to my heart, Steve Betcher, a Milwaukee filmmaker. Yeah. And also father of Mackenzie Betcher, a very good friend of mine. Oh, I did
1: not even make that connection. How funny.
0: Yes. That's great. And a former 89 employee. And it is called America's Social Experiment, and it's about Milwaukee. And uh, our history of having socialist leaders in in the city of Milwaukee. So it's it's a, a historical documentary about socialism, about Milwaukee, by Milwaukee filmmaker. It features John Gerda. Yeah, what is what is not to love here? Uh, it is I, like yeah. I cannot wait to watch. Let's this. not forget, it is
1: narrated and produced by Mike Goucher. You're welcome, ladies. <laughs> local yes. local uh hunk Mike Goucher. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh everyone is gonna enjoy
0: that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm yeah. I'm very much looking forward to that oh, one. Oh no, for sure. Um like I could like all the Milwaukee that you can handle. <laughs> I, know.
1: I there's a really fun movie um in the Hulagante another Hulagante pick um is a really fun movie called The Legend of Barentoa. Your father was a pioneer for the Polynesian people. Been gone 20 years, uncle. Some things move on. Some things get passed on. You near around here, bro? Uh, First of all, again, I keep talking about handsome dudes with Mike Gouchet. One of the handsomest people I've ever seen in my life is in this movie. Uh my girlfriend thought so too made me feel like I had to stop the movie. I was like, let's not, <laughs> let's, I don't need you to watch this. I don't need to compare myself to him.
0: Um, <laughs> in all the, in the movie, I feel like when you look through the program book, there are certain like thumbnails that you get stuck on yeah. and it's like, that's a good thumbnail or like, yeah. that's a boring one. This is one of the more exciting thumbnails. Yeah. Of, <laughs> of, it's like a man dancing with a piece of trash. Yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I'm really excited about it. It's a really fun, sweet movie. It's almost like a movie. I feel like if it were made in America, The Rock would be in it uh um, okay <laughs> it's about because this is about wrestling and a little bit and about a man who goes back to a neighborhood and he wants to clean up his neighborhood that's kind of been taken uh, okay. over by a
0: gang hence dancing with trash here
1: yeah but it's not uh it's not it's violent but it, almost cartoonishly so so it's it's not like a a real gritty so like movie the no so it's that real gritty movie it's a f- kind of a sweet movie and i would call it a
0: comedy for sure but i
1: like that one a lot i think that one will be fun
0: okay cool that is the legend of baron toa yeah and so the the third one that i am excited about i feel like this is how i look at the program book you look through it you see like what directors you know and this is what this is what i do i see like yeah. what directors i know and like and i'm like okay there's a new film by director that i like yeah you know that's the Roy Anderson one, and right. then you look through, and i the ones that stick out the most are documentaries because it's like, oh, here's something that I kind of know, like Oliver Sachs and America's Social Experiment, yeah, and then I kind of you know, I'm like, okay, I need to also pick one I need to pick a the wild card, yeah, you know, something that oh, yeah, I know yeah. nothing about exactly. I need to make a I need to have a couple on the list that are true discoveries. I don't know anything about it, and so just looking through. I think one of the ones that I, I have real no real context for that looks exciting to me is this one. And I, I do not know how to pronounce it because it is in Chinook uh, the language. The the word is man. It's M-A, and then there's a character that is unknown to me. Okay. Uh, N I towards the ocean, towards the shore. And uh, the the thumbnail or the, the little description is oh, at once I see yeah, otherworldly yeah. yeah, once otherworldly and familiar, this film follows Sweetwater Same and Jordan Mercer's wanderings as they com- contemplate the afterlife, rebirth and the place in between. very uh, me. Spoken mostly in in Chinook Wawa, the stories depart from Chinookan origin of death myth and the distant beginning of circular shape it just sounds very abstract, very questioning and uh uh you know maybe a, an existential hint here um it's mostly in chinook uh wawa the the language with english uh subtitles yeah and um it looks very interesting
1: yeah the great thing i'm glad you picked that and again very funny because i was just about to mention this one too um this is a movie i did not get to see at a different festival that happened right before the pandemic Mm. started i just i just yeah true false i just missed it i I keep mentioning true false um but sky hopinka is a local guy he is a local Mm. filmmaker he's shown work at the festival before didn't even know it consulado aldo With some people you just connect to, it's almost like you you knew them from before. Um, So it's hard not to. So in a lot of ways, yeah, I do believe in reincarnation. And this movie is really catapulted him. He's... Getting a lot of attention for this film in a lot of festivals. Um, cool. So it's like uh local boy does good, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really making a splash with this movie uh in critical circles. So I'm really excited good that guy. it's at our festival and that um that I finally get to watch it. But yeah, I he's he's always been a very impressive filmmaker. So this is gonna be nice to have this awesome. film here. And I'm sure we'll talk to him at some point.
0: Um Towards the Ocean, Towards the Shore. Yeah. Is my that's my final pick. You've been seeing, watching a couple of screeners. What's, what's a screener that's really bad I know.
1: I, I'm really torn. I, like, I can't stop naming movies. I'm really excited to watch H's for Happiness. It's one of the kids' films. Oh, cool.
0: Your job in this assignment is to write about something that's happened to you in the past. It's difficult to tell who Miss Bamford is looking at with that one eye that bulbs like a maniac.
1: <laughs> it's a, 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 a cross between John Hughes, Wes Anderson, with a little bit of Pedro Almodovar. Oh my God. That's a great description. So I'm excited what to see heck? that. Um, I also, is it a short or a- No, it's a feature length uh, kids film uh, in the rated what? K section. Yeah. But I'm also. I did uh, get to see uh, this. Um, another doc. I wish I want to point out more fiction because I just keep talking about docs. Emma, which is a Pablo Lorraine film. He's done a few things. He did Neruda. Oh, yes. uh, he did a movie called No with Gail. Garcia Bernal, who's also in this movie. It's a, it's a kind of a strange film and I liked it. Uh, but it's this, this, uh, relationship between a choreographer and one of his dancers and they're together. They have, and they give up a child, uh, who was a problem for them. And you see kind of how that affects their relationship. It's a really interesting movie and shot really interestingly. Um, I would also say the Capote tapes about Truman Capote. Um, I just recently, and it was total coincidence. I just recently read Breakfast at Tiffany's and some of his other stories, and uh, I have read uh, in Cold Blood, so I'm interested to know oh, more yeah. about him. And it was a yeah. really interesting doc. You see a lot of interviews with him, uh, and it talks about that kind of his
0: lost last novel. Um oh, and he is also like so interesting to like see and hear because he oh also gosh. has like a distinct like visual and audio style. His voice, yeah, you know, like. His His voice, like, how, it, do you, like, how do you get that? How does that happen? Know. You know?
1: I know. He just like is a cartoon. Uh, you know? For sure. Uh, that was really interesting. But yeah, I could go on and on. But um,
0: Okay. Just, uh, we got enough. Yeah. <laughs> just a <the> taste. <laughs> just a taste. Okay. We're going to write all these up. Um, and uh, k is going to tell you how to do everything real easy. And then we'll have some of our picks in uh, – uh, we'll, we'll, like, we'll make this into a little preview That we'll put up on the website And we'll yeah. share
1: that And I will, The last thing I'll say is There are three great resources for the festival There's mkefilm.org Slash help That has a ton of answers to any questions There's mkefilm.org Slash how to fest How to fest And that is a great overview Of like how do you watch these films And within how to fest there's a link that's a quiz that you can take, and that quiz kind of leads you down and sh- to find out your exact setup at home and what ways you can watch our films in your with your particular situation. So, as long as you that have the internet helpful. available,
0: you should be able to find a way. But Christopher, what if we want to complain directly to you? Oh, great! What, what I like to do is to whisp- <laughs> whisper your complaint
1: into a balloon and set it free. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no actually uh, that is totally a viable option <laughs> and uh, we do have a help help at mkefilm.org website. I'm sorry not that's not a website <laughs> that's an email address Help at mkefilm.org uh, if you, if,
0: oh just planting yeah, I know. <laughs> Oh yeah that goes right to the complaint department <laughs> <laughs> Well I am part of I am
1: a big part of that department um, uh-huh. but yeah. You can uh, send an email if those websites do not, or those pages don't help you. If you have more specific question, you can uh, email us, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible.
0: What else? Are you watching Christopher? You would think that with all of this, I wouldn't be able to watch anything else. You would think that. Are you watching other stuff? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, the, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, uh, the really, uh, so I'm watching these great festival films, so I'm like, have these palate cleansers where I watch something not as? Oh, is smart. that
0: what you call them? Yeah, oh, that's on. that's how I justified this decision. It's, it's mostly
1: palate cleansers. Uh, somebody okay. was trying to convince me that Martin Lawrence's Big Night from two thousand one, <laughs> Oh, <or> no, Black <laughs> Night, Black Night. <laughs> Was it good? And I go, it clearly isn't good. And then I watched it and I laughed a whole lot. (laughs) I mean, it's super dumb, but I was like, Martin Lawrence is genuinely, he's like the the Jerry Lewis of our times. Yeah, 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 for sure. So I actually really thought that was funny. And then I uh, rewatched and I rewatched and I think for the first time watched very attentively uh, The Witches. Oh my God. I watched the witches too. Did we talk about this last no, night? No, I don't think maybe we did. I had never even like heard of it. Yeah, no, I'd heard of it. And some people I know are like really into it. And it came out in 1990. I was like, Oh, that's probably why I didn't see it. I was a teenager. So I wasn't like uh, a preteen. Oh, and, yeah. uh, and I was like, it wasn't my bag, but it's a Nicholas reg movie who did like the man who fell to earth <laughs> and all these like dark, strange yes. films. And, then-
0: and it's, it is a dark, strange film. Starring Angelica Houston, yeah, puppets by Jim Henson, um, uh, based on a book by Ronald Dahl, yeah. It's like what I was just like saw it on Netflix, and I was like, this is like a gigantic Venn diagram of things that I love. Yeah, uh, Angelica Houston was so hot. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, she's like, oh ha.
1: Apparently, that's when she was dating Jack Nicholson, and he was oh on the-
0: my. He God. was on the
1: set quite a bit. I found out that, um, but yeah, it's a strange, the, dark, and really entertaining movie. It was. And it's a kids movie. And I like, like the, dark kids uh,
0: movies. The costumes, uh, and then when they like turn into the mice, the mice remember, are adorable. Like, there's a part where she says, "Like it takes 25 seconds for you to turn into a mouse, and or for like the kids to turn into mice." Yeah. And uh, I was like, "Oh, that's like no time at all."
1: Whenever someone
0: turns into a mouse, they show the full 25 (laughs) seconds and multiple stages of like this person turning into a mouse, and it's like Jim Henson puppets. So it's like, it's like excruciatingly long and gross, but also just like incredibly well done.
1: Yeah, it's that just, was fun. That Jim was fun Henson's walk. puppets mixed with Nicholas Regg's direction. <laughs> yeah. is a very strange and, and combination. And when yeah. the first kid turns into a mouse, it's genuinely traumatizing. Right? <laughs> yes. And originally, apparently, they were not going to include that transformation scene, but the director and Roald Dahl, I think, were both like, no, you put that in. <laughs> I'm glad that they
0: did. I know, it's yes. great. It was fun. That was a fun watch too.
1: Yeah. What else have you seen watching? Watching anything?
0: Oh my god, I have been mainlining Fargo. Oh, the TV show. Have you watched it? I have not. Okay, so it. So I have. A, I have an issue with hour-long dramas. Yeah. Because one. Th- I would just rather watch a movie that's two hours long instead of a series that is ten hours long. Yeah, I don't. I don't really understand why people think that it's shorter when, just like, you know, science tells us that it's longer.
1: Oh, thank (laughs) you, you, science. Thank you, science. (laughs) Thank you,
0: science. A ten-hour season is longer than a two-hour movie. That's just reality. Yeah, (laughs) and uh, when something's like really good. I know that I'll just like there's a a deep like completionist yeah. and like a competitiveness inside of me, and I just like want to watch it all at once. Yeah, and uh, I had like been resisting this, and then I'm in this group. What you talking about Wednesdays, or what you watch on Wednesdays, where we uh, talk about movies, and everyone was like, "You got to watch it. You got to watch it." And I was like, "Okay," I finally broke down. And then I think three nights out of the past week, I've been up at two a.m. Being like, should I watch the next episode? <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> and so I watched two seasons in less than a week, twenty hours. Jeez, I know. So have you gotten to it's, the? Uh, it's good. Chris, <laughs> have you gotten to the Chris Rock season yet? Uh, no, that's season four. So I just finished the first two seasons. Okay. Uh, I'll probably finish the next one in the next 24 hours or something <laughs> like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what they, that's how they get you, man.
0: That is. I was like I know that this is what it does. This is why I have an issue. <laughs> so, this is why I've been resisting, yeah. but Well, it's good. Fargo, I've heard it is good very things good. about it. Yeah. It's good. It's like, you know, you, you like westerns. Yes. Um and one of the the best parts about a western or like westerns that are done really good, And I think like the key thing of like what makes this a Western is that like there's there's this lawlessness about it where it's like you're in the wild, wild West. That is a key part of being a Western. And like there are no rules and like who's in charge and who's making up the rules. And so it's like and that's kind of like what Fargo plays with as a theme is like anarchy. Yeah, and it's like, who? What happens when no one's in charge or no one pays attention to these rules that we made as a society? And uh, that's interesting. Yeah, well, that's
1: and good. it just like
0: plays with that the whole time. So sounds good. Very good. This is Cinnabuds. Cinnabuds is edited by DJ Kenny Perez. He's the best. Our theme song is from walking musician Brett Newski. Oh, the news. We get Handcrafted Sonic Inspiration from the License Lab.
1: Thank you,
0: License Lab. Also, thank you, Associated Bank. Oh, you are not
1: kidding. They're a big old sponsor of the film festival.
0: Yes, they are. They love movies. Um, Also, thank you to members of Milwaukee Film and 88.9 Radio Milwaukee.
1: I will see many of you in my office.
0: And thank you to the one and only The Professor Office Hours. Let's all just troll Christopher Pollard's office hours. Let's just go and be rowdy kids in a classroom trying to make the teacher mad. I think I can that, mute people. I think I have that power. Oh, you think that will stop me? You think that will stop me, Christopher? You have to I'm blowing up the chat. Oh, boy. The, the, mute me on the chat. Um, thank you to Christopher Pollard. Oh, well, huzzah. Huzzah to you all. Okay. All right, and uh, we'll see you at the fest. See you in office hours. Exactly. All right. Bye. Bye.